Welcome to Counsel the Word, the podcast of the Center for Biblical Counseling and Discipleship. I'm your host, Keith Palmer, and today we're going to be talking about biblical counseling and homework. Well, I'm very thankful to have with me today my good friend, co-laborer in the gospel, fellow pastor here at Grace Bible Church, the one and only Pastor Terry Enns. Uh, Terry has been the senior pastor here at Grace uh, coming up on 30 years uh, this fall, so we're grateful for his uh, faithful example and his longstanding ministry of excellence here at Grace. And uh, I can't think of anybody else uh, I'd rather sit down and talk with about homework uh, than you, Terry. So, so good to have you with us today. Thanks, Keith. Always good to be with you. And- All right, so homework assignments, uh, sometimes they're called spiritual growth assignments, uh, sanctification projects, it goes under all sorts of uh, labels. But in biblical counseling, uh, one of the key elements that we teach our students and we try to practice ourselves in counseling ministry is is using these things called homework assignments. So I think this will be a great topic to discuss today. Uh, Maybe just to kind of tee it up here, we can start by trying to answer a couple of basic questions for those that that may not be familiar with these terms. Uh, What is biblical counseling homework, and why is it important? Yeah, the homework is really just the application of what we're trying to accomplish in the counseling room. So uh, I always say I have the counselee with me for an hour in a week, and there are 167 other hours in that week. And if the only transformation that's being t- that's taking place is during that hour, the, the counselee is not being served well. They need to see how the truths that we're talking about in the counseling room get fleshed out in their day-to-day activity, day-to-day living. So we're going to craft assignments that are going to be designed to help them in their area of struggle, their area of weakness, and to shore those um, issues up in very practical ways. So we're going to be pretty pretty precise in the kinds of things that we're asking them to do. And, uh, and then what we're trying to accomplish is spiritual growth, not just in the counseling room, but all through their life, all their interactions, all their relationships, uh, all their work relationships, um, how they function in the church, and so on. So uh, that, that, that's why... Um, that's why homework is is important, and really, that's what homework is as well. It's it's the working out of what we're teaching in the counseling room. Yeah. So so homework are really ways that we extend the influence of counseling beyond the counseling meeting. Right. right. We're trying right. to get them to be working on uh, whatever the counseling issue is, whether they need encouragement, whether they need uh, growth in a particular area or instruction. We we want to see the homework assignments. Uh, extend what we've talked about in counseling. We want to see it. Uh, the homework assignments facilitate the application of what we've talked about so that the person is uh, applying what we've talked about in the counseling session, uh, like you said, in all those other hours of the week. Right. Okay, so, so homework is essential in that regard because uh, we don't think that that one counseling moment is where all the action happens. Uh, but we understand the scriptures to teach that uh, people grow when they walk with God each day, moment by moment, and the counseling is just sort of the play call, right? We, we call right. the play, we break the huddle, and then living throughout the week outside of the counseling room 
is is where uh, people really grow and change. So, so if there's someone listening to this and they're like, okay, I kind of see the point. We're trying to give people things to do so that it helps them during the week. Yeah. What is what does a typical homework assignment look like? What are some of the key elements that you would want to see in an actual counseling homework assignment? Yeah, counseling homework ought to, ought to encompass several things. Um, traditionally, we've taught three. I add four in my own model. Uh, one is that there ought to be a thinking component to our homework, so something that is going to renew and transform the mind. So we understand that... Um, in order for someone to grow spiritually, they need to put off sin, and putting off sin happens as they renew their mind, and as their mind is being renewed, they can also put on a righteous replacement to their sins. So we want to help them change the way they're thinking. So that's going to often involve Bible reading. I typically will give a, a daily Bible reading for them to do. That's going to typically involve some kind of scripture memory. That's going to involve very often some kind of theological reading. And by that, don't, don't think um, a copy of Burkhoff or something like that, but maybe just some kind of other biblical resource. Um, uh, books by Jerry Bridges, for instance, are great helps in the counseling room. So some kind of reading like that. So there's that thinking component. Then there's a doing component. So something for them to do, some specific activity. Uh, if I have a, a couple that I'm meeting with for marriage counseling, I will often have them craft some kind of service activity, and we can talk about that in a minute, about how I have them design their own service activities, the kinds of things that will be beneficial to their spouse. So there's a thinking component, a doing component, and then there has to be a measurable component to it. So you ought to be able to look at that and, and be able to evaluate at the end of the week, did I accomplish this homework or did I not accomplish it? So uh, if I ask them, I want you to read uh, Matthew 5 to 7 twice this week, and I want you to read at least once each day for at least six days, we can measure that at the end of the week. I can measure, did you memorize that Bible verse? I'm going to have them quote it to me. I'm going to have them explain to me how that verse helped them during the week, the kinds of places where they applied that verse and what context they applied it. Um, what isn't measurable um, is something like, well, I just need to be nice to my wife. Well, what does that mean, and how do I measure that? And that that's really a, not a measurable component. But if I put some specific activities, well, what does being nice mean? When you think about being nice, what would your wife say um, is discerning? Uh, how would she discern that you've been nice to her? Uh, and then let's put some practical applications on that. And then those are the three components that we typically talk about. And then I often will say I want all of those components typically to flow out of and around the spiritual disciplines. So I want to be able to evaluate my counselee at the end of our time together and say, is this person walking with Christ? And I want them to have cultivated spiritual disciplines as being a regular part of their lives. So Bible intake. Uh, by that Bible reading, Bible study, Bible memory, um, prayer life, uh, functioning within the context of the church, evangelizing, uh, service, those kinds of things. So all of my homework typically will orient itself around all of those things that we typically speak of as spiritual disciplines. And I've just found that to be helpful, even in giving the assignment, sometimes people will say, wow, that's a lot of homework. And I say, well, yeah and no. <laughs> um, Yes, it may look like a lot of homework, but 
this is what the life of a typical believer looks like. This is nothing exceptional. Uh, these are the kinds of things you ought to be practicing every day, whether you're in counseling or not. And so framing the homework around spiritual disciplines, I found uh, just a really helpful tool for me in, in helping my counselees. Yeah, specific, objective, measurable. That's one of the things I'm always telling my students yeah, when it good. comes to homework. And also when you're, when you're doing the case reports for ACBC, for those of you that have gone through certification or are going to be going through certification, uh, one of the things your supervisor will look for in terms of measuring your counselee's progress is uh, are you seeing things that are specific and objective and measurable? Um, and a good homework assignment, a well-crafted homework assignment, can facilitate those sorts of specific changes and, and application. Um, yeah, yeah, that's very good. And I appreciate what you said about spiritual disciplines because, you know, we don't really view homework as something that's unique to counseling. Uh, exactly. In one regard, it is specifically targeting the areas that the person comes to us for counseling and and so it's unique in that regard. But really, all we're trying to do is to get them engaging in the practices that the Bible already tells all Christians to be doing as a means of their worship and growth and walk with God each day. And and yet we're just we're just sort of you know tailoring them to the specific counseling needs. Yeah. Uh, and that's one benefit, of course, of doing homework assignments. We know not not every Christian counselor does that, but one of the benefits is. Even if you've helped them solve their counseling problem, if you've done homework along the lines of what we're talking about where we're really just facilitating them being involved in the spiritual disciplines, then long after the counseling has concluded, hopefully they will continue in those practices. And, of course, those are the means that God uses to grow us all spiritually. Exactly. Uh, so that, that's all, all very good. Yeah, that's also, I think, Keith, where you start to see the ripple effect of counseling. So you're, you're not just, you know, somebody's coming uh, for a communication problem in marriage. Well, as you're applying these principles and, and giving homework assignments, yeah, they're geared maybe particularly towards uh, communication, but as they're applying the spiritual disciplines, they're going to see connection and growth in other areas of their lives as well. And so you've got this outflow this rippling effect where many aspects of their lives are being changed, and that's what we want to do. I also think that a good homework assignment, as you've articulated it, it really um, it guards us against just behaviorism. You know, sometimes yeah. sometimes biblical counseling is, is wrongly uh, accused of being just behaviorism where we're just trying to get people to change how they're, how they're living. Obviously, we want to see them change how they're living, but we want that to be driven by a heart change that is trusting in Christ's work for them and, and being empowered by the Spirit in that. And, and so if you're doing spiritual disciplines where you're, you're facilitating communion with God each day, that ensures you're, you're not just reducing counseling homework to a to-do list of, you know, go change these actions, right. but you're actually promoting a walk with God, which, of course, that, that is where heart change comes from. Yeah, amen. Um, and maybe one just little footnote to this conversation, too. I know a lot of counselors w would not think about doing homework. You know, it's too hard or it's too difficult or whatever. Homework has some real advantages uh, in that um, it really helps uh, those of us who are counseling to ensure that the counselee is not inappropriately relying on us as the counselor. It really puts the initiative, the responsibility on the counselee yeah. to take ownership over the change process. Uh, it does kind of have a way of showing you pretty early on who's serious about changing and who doesn't. Yeah, uh, right. You know, we we do lots of counseling here at the church with our staff, and 
and other counselors. And uh, yeah, one of the questions we get a lot is, well, what do you do if they're not doing the homework? Yeah. And I said, well, if you're a teacher and your student isn't doing the homework, what does that tell you about your student, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so oftentimes people come for, for counseling and uh, they say they want to change, but their willingness to do what God is telling them to do in the scriptures yeah. uh, really helps you to see whether or not they're really serious about changing. That's right. Okay, so uh, let's let's get really practical here. You mentioned uh, a marriage counseling situation, and I know you do lots of marriage counseling. Just to give our listeners an idea of what does a typical homework assignment look like, maybe you could just describe for us some sample homework assignments, perhaps in a marriage counseling situation. Yeah, so maybe maybe for a first session where someone has come for a communication problem where they're not speaking well, I might assign for them something like, I want you to read... Ephesians, uh, the book of Ephesians this week, it has six chapters, and so I want you to read at least one chapter every day. You're welcome to read more if you'd like, but I want you to read at least one chapter every day, so that means six days a week you need to be in the scriptures. I want you to highlight um, the one or two verses that are most significant in each chapter and why they're significant, and then as you're reading, I want you to make a list of principles that you see in in that book about communication. So what are you being taught about how to speak, when to speak, what your words ought to be like, those kinds of things. Uh, Then I'm going to give them an assignment for some kind of scripture memory. Um, Typically, um, it'll be something out of Ephesians 4 if we're talking about communication. So um, for 25 to 32, depending on where they are, I'll assign them typically just one of those verses, and often I will build on that. So if they get that verse down, then the next week I will add the subsequent verse to that. Um, I will have them listen to some audio. So if you go to our website, thecbcd.org, we have a, a bunch of really helpful resources, and I will, I will have them listen to an audio uh, sermon or an audio presentation during that week. And then ask them uh, what one thing is that they learned from that session and then what they did in light of what they learned. So what's one thing you did because of that? Um, If they are talking about communication problems, I will um, have them sometimes evaluate. Now, when, when are you getting into conflict? What are the kinds of circumstances in which you're in conflict? We have a heart journal that we typically give folks to help discern that. And then I'm... I'm going to learn from that uh, what uh, what kind of situations create problems for them with communication. And then um, I'll give them um, some additional reading down the road uh, related to that as well. So I might assign them uh, reading from War of Words uh, by Paul Tripp and have them read from that a chapter a week, that kind of thing. So those are the kinds of things we're doing. Once I figure out their communication problems, I'll also... Um, have them uh, craft some ways to speak, so some flag words. Uh, these kind of words are off limit. Uh, I actually have had couples where uh, they have bought penalty flags, and when they are speaking to one another, uh, they will throw either a yellow flag or a red flag. So the yellow flag is that's an infraction, but it's not it's not fatal. The red flag is a fatal error flag, and and. Uh, you're laughing right now, but that actually works because 
they're both have, have agreed to the flag principle and they see the flag come out and it actually kind of diffuses the situation, makes them laugh about it. And then they can come together and they can talk about uh, what they have done um, in their speech that's been ungracious, unkind, and then how that can be corrected. So we'll do um, those kinds of things as well as a number of other things. I've never employed penalty flags in my marriage counseling, but maybe I should. That's that's <laughs> terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some genius on Amazon is going to sell you know the the marriage specific penalty flag yeah. set you know for nine ninety nine or yeah, whatever. exactly. No, that's good. Yeah, and I, I think and like with that too, um, you know, reading assignments like you're saying, practical assignments. Um, you know, we might add to that. Um, you know, you mentioned War of Words. Um, Jay Adams talked about uh, in one of his books the use of the conference table when we're dealing with communication, which is really just a it's a set aside time during the week where a couple would get together and and really practice their communication. You know, you can't get better at something if all you do is you know think about it and talk about it. You've got to actually sit down and practice it. And uh, so I, I would add to that that great list that you just gave um, the use of the conference table, a, a, a weekly time where the couple can work on communicating together practicing there. Um, and I don't know if you ever do this too, but uh, sometimes in the counseling, when people really need help in communicating, just role-playing some of that with them, giving them language, giving them tone of voice, you know, you're helping them to develop that and then send them home uh, with some of those things in mind to be able to practice that. So um, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, okay. So we've given someone a homework assignment. We've talked about why it's important. We've talked about uh, what elements make up a good homework assignment. We've talked about some examples. So you give them homework. They come back in the next session. How do you handle processing the homework assignment in that next session? Yeah, so the very first thing I do is I'm always checking the Bible memory first thing. They've typically been working on it. They will often be working on it in the car on the way. If it's a couple, they're practicing with each other. And so it's right at the top of their heads, and I want to give them the opportunity to do as well with that as they can. So uh, they walk in, they sit down, and uh, I say, great uh, to see you today. Let's get started. Let me pray. And I will pray for about a minute, and then I'll lift my head, and I'll say, uh, Joe, give me, and then I'll ask for the verse that I've asked them to memorize, and he will quote it for me, and then I'll say, that's great, that's, that's really good, it sounds like you've really worked hard on that this week, I'm, I'm thankful for that, tell me how that verse helped you th this week. So give me a situation in which you uh, were tempted to do something that you've been struggling with, and you thought about that verse, and that changed what you did. And, and tell me how that changed what you did. And so what I'm trying to do is, is help them see this isn't just about Bible memory. It is we, we do want their minds renewed, but I want them to see the connection between mind renewal and putting off sin and putting on righteousness. Uh, so then after that, we'll talk about it, it just kind of depends on the homework I've given them, but I'll, I'll go through every aspect of their homework that I've asked them to do and just check and see what they've done. So if I've given them some reading, I typically ask them, give me the five most significant statements in that chapter. Uh, they'll read through those with me. I may comment on them. I may not. I'm just trying to evaluate, are they understanding the important things about what they've read? Same thing with, with an audio sermon. Uh, what did they get from it? How did they talk about it when they talked about it to each other? 
Uh, if we're um, talking about church attendance, I'll ask them about the sermon. Uh, if they're members at our church or if they are not members, and just a side note, if people come to us are not members of our church and they are not involved in another church, I will ask them to attend our church at least for the duration of our counseling. And then I'll ask them about the sermon, and uh, that that's a twofold check. One, I can find out how well I've been communicating. And then secondly, I can find out how well they've been listening and what they're thinking about. And so I'll ask them, so what's what's one thing that you can do because of what you heard in the sermon last week? Um, then if I've given them other homework, maybe uh, uh, I will often ask them to craft a serve list. So what are 25 ways that you can serve your spouse this week? And then I want you to do at least three of those things you don't typically do. So if he says, well, it would serve my wife to take out the trash, great. Do you normally take out the trash? Yeah, I do it every day. Hey, that's fantastic. I'm glad you do that. That's a servant-hearted attitude, but that doesn't count because you already do that. So let's find some other areas where you're not serving your wife. Have him come up with a list of 25, and he'll say, wow, that's a that's a long list. Yes, it's a long list. And uh but you can do it. And so he'll come back the next week and he'll have 25 things on the list. And I'll say, that's great. And uh, can I have a copy of that list? So he'll give me a copy. And then I say, okay, now take a, a pencil and draw a line under 25. Now next week I want you to give me 25 more. Um, because I want them to see that there are many ways for them to serve their spouse, their children, their parents, whoever they're struggling with. And I want them to think about very specific ways about how to not just serve generally, but serve that person. And uh, so they will craft those things. And then we'll use that list really for the duration of the counseling. So let's take some things off of that list of 50 items you've got, and let's, let's start practicing those things and implementing those things. So not to miss the obvious, uh, but what you're saying is biblical counselors ought to review the homework with their counselees. <laughs> yeah. When they yeah. come in the next time, because obviously if we don't do that, uh, we're communicating that homework's not very important. It's just busy work, and we exactly. don't want to do that. And the other thing I hear you saying is that if we do this well, if we've crafted a good homework assignment, and then we review it with the counselee in a, uh instructional way, in a shepherding way even, that that homework then is serving to um, help you, the counselor, to see what did they gain, what did they learn. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they misunderstood something. Maybe they're misapplying something. It gives you a chance to correct misunderstandings. It gives you a chance to expand more on something, uh, yeah. some insight that they gained. So so what we're saying is review the homework. That's really important. And don't make it a bullet point where you're like, check, 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 check. Okay, you did everything. Let's get on with the rest of the session. Mm-hmm. Going over the homework. And if you're, if you're doing your homework right, going over the homework is going to be a significant part of the next counseling session you have. And if you plan it rightly, it is very conducive even to your agenda that you're, you're going to uh, try to bring to the session that day. Yeah. So uh, it's not busy work. It's an important part of the counseling process, not just during the week when they're doing it, but even when we review the assignment. Yeah, and how they how they respond to the homework also is really helpful to me. Some some will exceed significantly what I've asked them to do. So some may may read two or three or four times the amount of scripture that I've asked them to read. I had one counselee one time for every verse that I would ask him to memorize, he would typically memorize three to four verses. And so I 
I was able to discern, you know, he, he wants to learn, he's eager to learn, he wants to apply, and so I could give him more homework. Other counselees, maybe they've never been in the scriptures before, and maybe I say read a chapter a day. Um, well, for a lot of people, a chapter a day is not a significant amount of scripture to read, but for them it's daunting. And so I'll cut that down. I'll read, I'll say read three chapters over the course of a week. Um, so, that, so they're reading a half chapter. I'm making sure that the chapters are shorter just to make sure it's manageable. I don't want to overwhelm someone with homework and then uh, cause them to be, dis- be become discouraged. So I'm going to, if they're going slowly, that's okay. We can go slow. And I just want to make sure that they're learning and, uh, and growing and developing, uh, even if it's at a slower pace than what normally might happen. And maybe one last point before we conclude here, but um, I think I can hear our listeners saying, man, there's a lot to this homework thing. Um, You can't come up with all of this in the last three minutes of your counseling session, (laughs) that you need to be planning your homework prior to the session, what one of our mentors called a planned tentative homework assignment. So you're thinking about it ahead of time. You're planning it ahead of time. You're not trying to wing it in the middle of the session saying, oh, i got to pull together you know, Bible reading and Bible memorization. It needs to be a part of your agenda that you've planned ahead of time. And then, of course, you can always adjust it along the way. Uh, and, you know, if something drastically changes in the session, it's okay to say, you know what, I didn't anticipate how this session was going to go today. You know, can I, can I email you some homework later on? Can I text it to you exactly. later on? You know, be- better to do that and give it some thought, make a really good assignment than to just throw something together that that's only going to minimally help the person during the week. Um, and then the other thing I'd say is that um, one of the ways you grow in homework assignments is simply by experience. So when you go to a conference and you hear someone talk or you read a book, you say, oh, man, that was really helpful on this topic, begin to build a file system of homework assignments, uh, booklets, resources, audio messages, um, uh, assignments you've heard other counselors do. I know we get together typically monthly with our counselors, and we we share ideas and and what we're doing, and so we can learn from one another. But... um, you know, a good homework library is what's needed, and you can start now just by keeping track of things that you find helpful along the way, and, and you'll be surprised in a short amount of time uh, how that library grows. Well, thanks, Terry, for being with us today. Always a pleasure, and uh, hopefully our conversation about homework is helpful uh, for those that are listening. Thank you for listening to Counsel the Word. For more information about the Center for Biblical Counseling and Discipleship, you can visit us on our website at thecbcd.org.